I still can't get used to listening to that. That absolutely drives me nuts. I don't know about you, but I don't like stress. I don't like it. I just don't like it. I don't, I don't like the, the, the drama that comes with it. I don't, I don't like the hassle that comes with it. I, I, just, I just don't like stress. Um, it's probably be, uh, one of the reasons why I um, almost exclusively shop online. I mean, that, I, I just, this is great. I mean, Amazon is a gift from God. <laughs> it's just the fact that they will bring it to my door and I mean, it's great. And here's the kicker. You got all these cardboard boxes you can use to wrap stuff. Anybody else do that? Right? Had every gift looks like it came from Amazon, even if it didn't kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's genius. Genius. Oh, just Because see, I don't like the long lines of the stores. I don't like the chaos of the stores. I don't, I, I'm not a big fan of the crowds. I just, in Black Friday, uh-uh. I mean, I don't care what color you color it. I ain't doing it. I, I just, I, I'm just that guy. And it's probably my personality has a lot to do with it. I, I tend to, <laughs> and maybe you're like this, I tend to try to avoid stressful situations. I just do. Uh, I try, and, and I try to avoid stressful conversations when I, when I can. I, I, I don't know what it is. I mean, I'm just, I find it exhausting. I find stressful situations and stressful conversations extremely exhausting. And I feel like I've, like I've kind of had my share, right, in life. I've had enough of that. Uh, as a pastor, I've had enough of that. As a parent, guys, I'm just tired, right? I'm just tired. Anybody else tired? Anybody else just kind of had it? I'm not, not doing the stress thing. I don't, I don't know what stresses you out. I don't know if it's life. I don't know if it's a money thing right now. Could be, because it's Christmas, and you're spending a lot more than you probably planned on spending. Um, could be a family thing, relationship thing, marriage thing. Maybe it's a health thing, I, I don't know, or, or your job. I don't know what's got you all stressed out. But here's what's interesting. I find this not just true for me, but I, I think this way, and I think a lot of people think this way. We assume, we assume that stress, when we experience great amounts of stress, it means something has gone wrong, right? We assume that when we're experiencing great amounts of stress, that, uh-oh, something's not going well. So that's why we try to avoid stress. That's why we try to find a less stressful path. That's why we stop. That's why we quit. That's why we run. That's why we change courses, because we assume all stress is bad, and it must mean something's wrong. As if, get this, as if. This is not true, by the way, but it's as if. When something is easier, that automatically makes it right. And if it's right, it'll be easier. And stress is always a bad thing. That, that's not the case. Here's the truth. Stressful things often bring about the best things. Stressful things often bring about the best things. Now, I don't always like that, but it doesn't change that. Sometimes the most stressful things in life will lead you down the path of some of the best things in life you will ever, ever experience. And here's the deal. This is true whether you are a Christian or not. This is just true. This is not a Jesus thing. This is a people thing. This is a life thing. However, this is one of the principles 
If you are a follower of Jesus, or if you are interested in discovering what it looks like to trust and follow Jesus, this is one of those principles that you will find that God uses time and time and time again. Even if it means this is going to be stressful. Stressful things often bring about the best things. Now, I'm not talking about unhealthy stress. I'm not talking about the stress that we need to avoid, like the stress of overcommitting in your life or the stress of, you know, you're not sleeping, you're making unwise choices. I'm not talking about that kind of stress. That kind of stress is the stress we need to redirect. We talked a little bit about that last week, but stressful things inevitably you might discover are necessary. I'm learning. I'm learning. I don't like it, (laughs) but I'm learning. They're often needed. Stressful things are often good. They're often required for where God wants to take me and for the best things that God wants to do in my life. You see, but here's the deal. I think we know this. We just don't think about it in these terms. We know this. Here's here's some examples, real quick. Without stress, no babies would be born. Moms, isn't that right? Come on, come on, ladies. Come on, you know that's right, right? These precious little babies only get here through stress and pain, which causes stress, right? Let's back up a little bit further. Um, Without stress, there's no weddings. Anybody? Yeah, yeah. Without stress, there's no high school or college graduation. Without stress, most of the goals you set in your life, you will never, ever, ever, ever meet. Because stressful things often bring about the best kinds of things. And often when you face something very stressful, often you have this decision that you need to make. And the decision is to take a deep breath and keep going through the stress to experience what God has for you that will end up being best. Now, in this series that we're doing here, this White Knuckle Christmas, we're looking at Mary and Joseph and the shepherds and the Christmas story, and we're looking at how they responded to the stress. Talked a little bit last week how Mary and all the stress that she experienced, how she found herself time and time again choosing to lean in to the strength that she gained and experienced from connecting with her Heavenly Father and how that's a very healthy response to stress. And next week we'll talk about the shepherds, but today we're going to talk about Joseph and how he responded how he responded to a very, very, very stressful situation. Joseph essentially took a big risk in the Christmas story. And he walked face on into some very, very stressful stuff. And he walked through it into something that he would discover was God's best for, not just, get this, his life, but ended up being a very best thing for the world. But it all came about through stress, the stuff we try to avoid. Matthew records it. Let's look at it together. Matthew writes, this is how Jesus the Messiah was born. His mother Mary was engaged to be married to Joseph. But before the marriage took place, very important, dun, 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 dun. 
this is the stress, before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, <gasps> she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Oh, well, that explains it. Right? We talked about that last week. This kind of catches us up. This kind of catches us up a little bit on how Mary experienced great, great stress. But now this is going to affect Joseph. Let's look. Joseph, to whom she was engaged, was a righteous man. He was a good guy, one of the good guys. And he did not want to disgrace Mary publicly, so he decided to break the engagement quietly. Can you imagine being Joseph? Can you imagine being Joseph in the first century? Or, or, or right around that time, it would be a big deal for anybody. But back then, this was really, 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 really a big deal. So if you're Joseph and you find out, I mean, how'd that conversation go? Joseph, I'm, I'm pregnant. I, I'm sorry? You're, you're what? And you know, Joseph's thinking. Because Joseph knows they haven't been together sexually. So this is not going to end well. Imagine the stress that you would be feeling if you were Joseph. Mary's pregnant and I'm not the dad. Now back then, he could lawfully and very, very easily socially just kind of dispose of the relationship and move on and let Mary bear the shame and Mary bear the reproach. He could have done that and no one would have blamed him. No one would have been upset at him. In fact, that was probably what most people would have done and expected Joseph to do. Yet Joseph was one of the good guys. Joseph was a righteous man and he did not want to hurt Mary and have, have her experience this public shame. So he's trying to figure out, how can I let her down easy? How, 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 can, I, how can I just deal with this on the side kind of thing, right? Because he loved, what a difficult decision. He loved Mary. As he considered this, like, what are people going to say? Even if I marry her, they're going to do the math. They're going to know, oh my gosh. As he considered all this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, the angel said, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife. Stop right there. Do you know why the angel said to Joseph, do not be afraid? It wasn't because Joseph didn't have faith. It was because Joseph had every reason to be afraid. Because Joseph had every reason to fear. Because Joseph had every reason to freak out and probably was in his dream even. I mean, it's pretty bad when you go to sleep and you're freaking out in your dream, right? So he comes to him to dream, which also is a stressful thing. I don't, I don't know if you think that would be stressful. If I was having a dream and an angel started talking to me in my dream, I think I would wake up, right? And I know some of you, that happens all the time because, you know, you're, yeah, that's great, that's awesome. It's, it's the medicine you take before you go to bed. That's what that is. This is stressful. Do not be afraid, because he was afraid. For the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit, and she will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Now, here's what's interesting. This dream confirmed everything Mary had told him. So that, that's good. That's good. But here's that, even, even with that being said, 
This was not a peaceful sleep. This was not one of those, oh man, that was the best night's sleep I have ever had. No, this is one of these wake up in a cold sweat kind of thing. Like, oh my gosh. You ever had a dream like that? Right, of course you have. We all have. This was one of those kind of things. It was stressful. But check this out. When Joseph woke up, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded, and he took Mary as his wife. He decided to marry Mary. But he didn't have sexual relations with her until her son was born, and Joseph named him Jesus. Stress. He decided to marry Mary anyway and put up with the public shame because it was coming. It was coming. There was no avoiding it. He decided to marry Mary anyway and put up with the questions because they were coming. There's no avoiding it. People are going to do the math. They're like, hey, 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 what's the story on that? And what if you're Joseph and Mary? It's not like you can explain, right? Oh, yeah, we'll see. Listen, let us explain because it makes perfect sense. I mean, once you hear the story, then you understand. See, Mary, an angel came to Mary and said, Mary, you're going to have a baby. You've never had sex with a man, but you're going to have a baby because the power of the Holy Spirit is making it possible. And then I had a dream, and the same angel came to me. And then I was like, okay, and, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, we've heard that one a hundred times. Now, I think people would hear that from Joseph and go, um, It's stress. And, and then, then fast forward, okay? It doesn't end there, okay? Get through all the questions. Get to the part where you've got to go do the census. And, and now it's, it's Luke records this in chapter 2 of, of Luke. And, and we've got to go to Bethlehem. They're in Nazareth. It's 80 miles to Bethlehem. 80 miles. Now, people who know this stuff, and I've, I've never walked it, but people who know this stuff say it's about a four to five day walk if you walk it. Um, if you take a donkey, it's about seven to ten days. Donkey evidently slows things down. I'm not quite sure, but I guess it makes sense. But, but, but here's to me the kicker. It's an 80-mile journey with a pregnant woman, right? And I know, I know, you're like, oh, how dare you? Oh, come on, right? Is that not stressful? Oh, my goodness. You know, you know how many times she had to stop and go to the bathroom? I mean, just think about this. If you've ever been pregnant or had somebody in your life that you love is pregnant, that's interesting. It's just so stressful. What Joseph was doing was hard. It was controversial. It was risky. It was draining. It was stressful. And it was the best thing. Get that. The best thing. We need to remember, as a side note, that God calls us to a life of faith. In fact, that's how God describes in the New Testament our journey with him. He he says we are to walk or live or journey by faith, not by just everything we can see and hear and touch and figure out and explain that it's only possible if we put our trust in him. We live by faith. That's how the Christian life is described. And so the life of faith inevitably will involve risk and challenge and even danger, and it's all okay and normal. I don't have time to get into this, but it's worth mentioning. What this means is that God 
led Joseph and Mary into this extremely stressful situation. God orchestrated the whole thing. God caused it. And for those of you that think anything that bad must be the devil, must be Satan, right? No, 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 no. Some of the most stressful things you will ever experience are some of the best things you will ever experience. And they're handpicked and designed by your loving Heavenly Father who knows what's best and wants to lead you through all the stress into what is best in your life. Often when it comes to stress, the only way past it is through it. The only way past it is through it. So you breathe deeply and you keep going, trusting God is leading you to what is best. Practically speaking, I want you to consider something. A life with no stress is not even an option. No stress is not even something you and I get to experience. If your goal is to eliminate stress, then you're going to have to go to another planet. But then you'll discover you're there all by yourself, and that'll be stressful. There is no existence as a human being without stress. And so if it's not about living with no stress, then what is it about? It's really then about kind of choosing, picking what kind of stress you're going to deal with. Or let me say it like this. If stressful things often bring about the best things, then choose the best stress. Choose the best stress. Joseph did. Either way, Joseph was going to be stressed. Either way. He's going to hurt Mary. It's going to be shameful. He's going to secretly put it away. He's going to break Mary's heart. Oh my gosh, he loves her. That, I mean, that would have been stressful. But what he chose, and I'm so glad he did. Aren't you glad he did? We're so glad he did. He chose to do what the angel asked him and told him to do. But yet, that was still a stressful choice. A choice that led him through inevitable stress. He, but he chose the best stress. The best stress is not easy and often even more stressful than the alternative. But since stressful things often bring about the best things, choose the best stress. So here's what I want to do. I want to define for you what makes the best stress the best stress. What makes the best stress best? Two characteristics I want you to consider. The best stress is the kind of stress that comes about when you choose to honor God. When you choose to honor God with what you do, when you do it, and how you do it. Because if you choose to honor God in your life, it will bring stress. It's not the easy way out. It's often much more stressful. It's often much more challenging. It's often much more draining. It's often more stressful than the alternative. But there's a second characteristic. The best stress is the stress that comes about not just when you honor God, but when you also are choosing to do what is most loving to the people around you. When you choose to do what is most loving to other people. And here's why this is stressful, okay? Because the most loving thing for people is not always something that feels the most loving to them, right? Ask a two-year-old, 
Okay. Ask a 12-year-old. Oh, oh, okay. Ask a, ask a 35-year-old. Often, what is most loving for someone does not feel so loving to them. It creates stress. It creates stress in the relationship. It creates a stress, a moment of crisis. But the best stress is the kind of stress that leads you to the outcome of making choices that are honoring to God and most loving to other people. Because here's the deal. You and I really don't want the stress. You and I don't need the stress that comes from dishonoring God and being unloving to other people. And we often deal with that, right? That's not the kind of stress you want. Maybe that's, that, maybe that's the kind of stress you're dealing with. And maybe that's why it's so negative. And maybe that's why you're just needing a break because you're really dealing with the kind of stress that has been brought about in your life because you've dishonored God or you've been unloving and unkind to the people in your life. And now as a result, you're dealing with the consequences and that is stressful. That's not the stress you want. That's not the stress you need. So let's choose the best stress. Maybe you're sitting there going, well, man, what about what I want? What about what, about what I want? You're talking about choose what is honoring to God and what is most loving to other people. But when do I get to do what I want? When do I get to do what I dream? When do I get to do my plans? What about me? Well, here's the deal. If, if you are wanting to do something or make a decision that you know is going to cause stress, it may bring you a little stress, but you know it's going to cause stress in their life and in their life and in your marriage, and in your family, and they disagree, and they won't like it. And you're thinking, man, this is just what I want to do, though. I want, and you fill in the blank. I want to take this job. I want to quit this job. I want a divorce. I want to do this. I want that. I want, and you, you just kind of fill in the blank. You say, when do I get to do what I want to do? Well, consider this. If what you're wanting to do is dishonoring to God and unloving to those around you, you have bigger issues than stress. I have bigger issues than stress. So consider to choose the best stress. What is honoring to God and most loving to others? Let, let's try this on for size for a little bit. Let's just, just kind of play with this. Let's just see where it hits us where we live. For instance, if you want a great marriage, that is going to come at the cost of stress. You don't get a great marriage without stress. You just don't. You also don't get a bad marriage without stress, right? Marriage is going to have stress. If you don't like stress, don't get married. And that's not, that's, I'm not being negative. I'm not being negative. And here's why marriage is stressful, because it involves you. Would you marry you? I wouldn't marry me. Think about it. To have a great marriage and to work through your problems, even to the point of saying, we need, to, we need counsel. Let's go to counseling. Okay, to work through your problems and to talk it out and to get on the same page and stay on the same page month after month after month, Christmas after Christmas after Christmas, year after year after year, that is stressful. That will wear you out. Now, it's, it's so rewarding, though, but it's stressful. You say, well, that's too, too stressful. Okay, what's your alternative? Divorce? You don't think that's going to be stressful? Well, I know, but it'll pass. And oh, wait. Well, and, and what it does to the kids? Well, they'll be fine. Oh, will they? Well, I was. Oh, are you? Well, what about this? What is most honoring to God 
What is most loving? Choose the best dress. When it comes to marriage, if you're going to be stressed out anyway, if you're going to deal with stress anyway, choose the stress that leads you down the path of what's most honoring to God and most loving to other people. Are you tracking with me? I hope so. Ain't we having fun? Let's look at it from a different angle. Let's talk about parenting just for a second. If you're going to be an engaged parent, that's stressful. Whether it's a toddler or a teenager or, or, or an adult, but especially, you know, when they're home, toddlers or teenagers. If you're going to be an engaged parent, man, and you're going to be, you're going to be there. You're going to be there. You're going to be involved. You're going to be really involved in their life and stay connected. That will wear you slap out. One of the hardest things you will ever, ever, ever have to do. So what's the alternative? To be a disengaged parent? Oh, that's stressful of a whole nother kind. You just get to choose your stress. That's stressful of a whole nother nature. So since parenting is going to be stressful either way, choose the best stress that leads to the best outcome, that leads to an outcome that is most honoring to God and truly most loving to your children. Hey, you want to get healthy? Well, get ready for some stress. I mean, eat right and exercise. Eat right and exercise. I know there's more to being healthy than just eating right and exercise, but those are biggies, right? And that's stressful. So stressful. You have to say no to a lot of things. It's so stressful. You have to change your, your habits. It's so stressful. That's why I don't do it. It's too stressful. Okay, what's your alternative? Being unhealthy? Eventually, that's going to get very stressful too. It will. So choose. What do you want to be stressed out by what end do you want? What end goal do you want to shoot for? I would encourage you to choose the best dress. That's what Joseph did. He said, okay, this is going to be painful no matter what. This is going to be challenging no matter what. So let me choose the end result that is most honoring to God and most loving to the people I love. You can talk about money. Money's stressful, isn't it? Sure it is. If you're going to do money wisely and you're going to get on a budget and you're going to live on less than you make and you're going to be a wise manager of what God has entrusted to you, get ready for stress, man. That is going, that's, that's stress. But what's your alternative? Debt? Going from paycheck to paycheck to paycheck? Not, not just not being able to kind of get your head above water and realizing I'm not being a good steward. I'm not being a good manager of what God has entrusted to me. Do you think that's not stressful? That's why some of you are so stressed out. That's why some of us get so stressed out. So if, if I'm going to deal with stress when it comes to money, either way, choose the best stress. You, you see how that works? And, oh, by the way, uh, as a side note, here at the summit in the new year, We'll be um, doing what we do pretty regularly, uh, Financial Peace University, FPU. And if you would like to get your financial world in order, then look for that information, and, and we will help you get connected. Choose the best stress. Do you know that volunteering and serving is stressful? You know why it's stressful? You have to redo your time. It's energy. Yeah, I mean, you have to reschedule things. You can't, okay, yeah, 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 that, that's stressful. However, just living for yourself and not ever meeting a need in somebody else's life and just kind of consuming, consuming, consuming and never giving is not honoring to God and it's not loving, it's unloving. Okay, what stress do you want to deal with in your life? 
I mean, I don't care how you want to apply this. Your job, okay? Look at your job, your career situation. And see, I, I don't know if this helps you. It helps me to learn a principle and then run it through the grid of my life. When it comes to your job and your career, choose the best stress because a job's going to be stressful. You say, well, I need a new job. I need a job that doesn't have stress. Come again? Right? I don't care what job you have. If you're going to do a good job at your job, there's going to be stress in the job. Right? It just makes sense. Because some of you are in a bad job. Some of you have no job. Some of you are in a new job. Some of you are just now becoming self-employed in your job. All of those scenarios bring stress. So when you're considering job, your career, you want to consider what is most honoring to God, what is most loving to the people I love. And choose the path that is the best stress, that leads to the best end. And you know it's not just about the money. Now the money's important, obviously. But it's about, hey, what's going to be most loving to them? What's, how can I most honor God with these jobs? Maybe it's a decision you didn't make. And I could do this or I could do that. Well, choose the best stress. If you go this way, there's probably going to be some stressors. But if you go this way, there's probably going to be some stressors. So which decision is most honoring to God and most loving to people and go with that and choose the best trust? Maybe there's a conversation you need to have and you've been putting it off, right? And you're hoping to put it off just past the holidays. Been putting it off, putting it off. If, if I have this conversation, it's not going to go well. It's going to be stressful. But yet not having the conversation is stressful. So choose what's most honoring God and most loving to people. And, and as you consider Christmas and all the schedules and all of the stuff and the relationships and the expectations, choose the best stress. Since stressful things often bring about the best things, choose the best stress. Or, or maybe, let me, let me turn it around as, as we wrap this up. Let me, let me put it in a question. What stressful thing in your life right now could become a best thing in your life if you chose the best stress? Could it be that one of the most stressful things in your life that you're hoping to eliminate, you're hoping to run away from, you're hoping to push it aside, you're hoping to avoid it or them, Actually, God might have brought into your life on purpose, just like he did Joseph, just like he did Mary. And aren't we thankful he did? What stressful thing may God have brought into your life to become one of the best things in your life if you will choose the best stress when you're emotional, right? Because that, that's when often, and we'll talk about this a little bit next week, but like when you get really emotional, because stress brings out emotions, strong emotions, random emotions. When you find yourself getting so emotional because of all the stress, stop yourself and say, okay, 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 I'm going to have stress either way here. What's the best? What's the best? What's the best stress? What's most honoring to God and most loving to the people I love and who love me? When you feel out of control, don't you often... If you're like me, you often feel out of control. I, I can't control. I'm, not get, I, I'm unsure of the outcome. I'm out of, I don't have control here. 
Stop, because that's what stress will do. You, you stop and, and you think, okay, well, wait, wait a second. I'm going to have stress either way. Either way. So, so how do I navigate this in such a way where I can choose what is most honoring to God and most loving to other people and choose? If I'm going to be stressed out, I want to be stressed out for the best things. When you have unanswered questions, when you find yourself like Joseph, afraid. Dealing with fear. You say, well, well we're not supposed to fear. Because uh, Jesus said, fear not more than any of it. Yeah, he did, he did. But you know why? You know why I believe that he tells us not to fear so many times? Because he knows we do all the time. It's, it's not to guilt us, right? If you can figure out how to not be human, then you'll have the fear thing all wrapped up. But until then, we, we need to hear, right? How to deal with our fear. And it's, it's just like, okay, okay, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. If you're afraid, you're, like you're gonna have stress either way. Sometimes you're afraid because you don't know what's gonna happen. Sometimes you're afraid because you do. You're like, ah, then, then find yourself saying, okay, if I got stress either way, what is most honoring to God? What is most loving to people? What is most honoring to God? What is most loving to people? And you know what? We'll talk about this a little bit next week, a little spoiler alert. Most of the time, we know how to answer those questions. Most of the time, most of the time, with rare exceptions, we know. We have a hunch. What would be the most honoring thing to God and the most loving thing to the people we love and the people who love us? Choose the best Stress. If you're going to be stressed anyway, follow the response of Joseph and take a deep breath. Keep going, trusting that God is leading you to what's best. Let me pray for you. God, thank you for helping us see maybe a new facet of the Christmas story with Joseph and the stress that he inevitably experienced and, and, and how he chose to face it head on and move straight through it, even though it was stressful. And Father, you know, you know how prone we are to avoid, to run, to change lanes, anything we can do to just minimize the stress, help us to recognize that often you bring stress to us so that you can bring us through the stressful mess into the best things. I, I don't always know how to understand that. So God, help me trust you. Father, help me trust you. Help us to choose the most honoring thing to you and the most loving thing to others, which also is one of the most honoring thing to you. And, and choose the kind of stress that leads us to the best things that you have for us. And help us to have the strength and the courage to choose the best stress even when it's hard, especially when it's hard. And I need this. May I remember, may we remember, in Jesus' name, amen.